In the Greek word, the word reign means to exercise kingly power or dominion, to rule over as a king reigns over his or her kingdom or queen. It means to exercise the highest influence in the universe. God has made us kings and priests in Christ, and we've been given a royal and regal position in him. We are seated with Christ in heavenly places. Hello world and hello USA. Welcome to Light Words with Pastor Scott from Lighthouse Church Ministries. We're so happy to have you with us today, and Pastor Scott has a great message about how we can rule and reign in this life. If you don't know the Lord and you want to be grafted into this kingship, Pastor Scott is going to give you an opportunity at the end of the broadcast to do so. Pastor is joined with wife Marilyn and daughter Kelly in our backyard. It's a little windy, but a beautiful day. The four ways to reign in life will be included in the episode notes. Well, I think that's about it. Now let's hear the message. Praise God. All right. Okay, Kelly, Romans 5, 17, one of my favorite passages in the Bible. Of course, I've got a lot of them. All right. And um, Amala, yeah. hello. Amala, hello. <laughs> she's she's on, and um, she writes us a lot of messages. So greetings and blessings you to you. You guys are very faithful to come on every Sunday. We really appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. What a blessing it is, and we consider you part of our uh, online family. church family. Yeah. Hallelujah. Our international ministry. Connecting with Lighthouse Church. <laughs> Praise God. Okay, Romans 5.17. For if by one man's offense death reigned through the one, much more those who receive the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness will reign in life through the one Jesus Christ. Amen. Will reign in life through the one Jesus Christ. Shall we pray? Lord, we thank you and praise you for the word of God. We thank you for the people of God. We pray, Lord, that you'd minister to everyone viewing and listening to this broadcast that supernatural power and anointing would come across this broadcast. And where there is sickness, there'd be healing. Where there's pain and suffering, there'd be wholeness and joy and peace. Anoint this uh, broadcast, we pray, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. All right. Praise God. I think there's a misunderstanding with many Christians as far as what has been appropriated to them in Christ. Many believers have the mistaken notion that they just must hang on, barely get by, or biting the bullet, if you will, so to speak, until they make it to heaven. How sad to go through this life with a loser mentality when all the while you're a victor in Christ. We are reigned as kings and queens in this abundant spiritual life. The devil loves to keep God's children misinformed. Let's look at Hosea 4.6. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge because you have rejected knowledge. I also will reject you from being priest for me. Because you have forgotten the law of your God, I will also forget your children. The truth is we can experience glory, dominion, and blessing in this life. Ephesians 1.3 says we've been blessed with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. Hallelujah. Victory has been given to us in Jesus Christ over death, sin, the flesh, poverty, the world, and sickness and disease. Many of God's children just don't understand the overcoming ability that has been granted to them in this new nature. And some people pose the question, well, what is the new nature? <laughs> Good question. It's you're born a new spiritual person. Therefore, if any person be in Christ, they're a new creation. Old things have passed away. All things are brand new. Praise God. 2 Corinthians 5.17. This new nature is engineered for victory and success. The spirit of faith is the spirit of victory. This new nature has been made perfect 
righteous, and holy in the presence of the Lord. Let's look at Ephesians 4, 24. And that you may put on the new man, which was created according to God in true righteousness and holiness. Amen. The new man created in true righteousness and holiness. Yes. It's a little windy out here today, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what's so exciting is this new nature is sinless. So a lot of believers don't understand this. They think that they still have a sin nature in the new man, but no, it's been made righteous and holy before God. Let's look at 1 John 3, 9. Whoever, whoever has been born of God does, and does not sin, for his seed remains in him. And, and he, he cannot, cannot sin. sin because he has been born of God. Yeah, and he Sorry. cannot sin because he's been born of God. Now you say, Pastor, are you saying that we don't sin? No, I'm not saying that because you still have a flesh. And the flesh is that unredeemed part of you that you have to live with uh, until you go to be with the Lord. But we can have victory over the flesh. The flesh doesn't have to dominate us. We can dominate the flesh. Hallelujah. But in the new man, it's been made righteous and holy, and it is sinless. It can't sin. Don't you love that? It just can't. <laughs> so when you get to heaven, that new nature is going to be just like you have it right now. Right? Praise God. Your faith will give you the ability to overcome all things in this life. Sometimes we think, I just... Too much, too much to handle, too much on my plate. But the Bible teaches us that we can be overcomers in this life over all things. And here's another one of my favorite scriptures, 1 John 5, 4. For whatever is born of God overcomes the world, and this is the victory, even our faith. Faith is the victory. We can walk in the abundant life Jesus promised. Jesus said, I came that you might have life and that you might have it to the fullest extent. Praise God. Speaking of this life, I read some interesting statistics on how we spend our time on this planet based on 70 years of life. I also heard that the life expectancy went down about a year since this COVID epidemic. Mm -hmm. But we were talking about this before the broadcast. Things are changing. And uh, we believe that uh, things are getting better. Amen. And with the vaccine now uh, being uh, utilized, uh, we believe we're going we're gonna to beat this thing. Amen. Praise God. Just keep praying and believing and trust God. Well, let's look at s some interesting statistics for a 70-year lifespan. You sleep 23 years. How's that? <laughs> you work 16 years. You watch TV eight years, if you have a TV. You eat six years. <laughs> you travel six years. Your leisure time is 4.5 years. Illness is four years, but I'll pass on that. Uh, dressing ourselves, two years. <laughs> and time with the Lord, here's the sad part, 0.5 years. That's a half a year, yeah. right? Maybe that's why many of us don't find the victorious Christian experience in this life. God says you will find me when you search for me with all your heart. Amen. The truth is the victorious Christian life that causes us to reign in this life is obtainable as the scripture teaches. Let's look at Ephesians 1, 17 through 22. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him. Amen. Keep going. Okay. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling, which are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. Amen. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe according to the working of his mighty power. All right. So the phrase, the hope of his calling, refers to the believer's absolute certainty of victory in God. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. The phrase, the riches of the glory of his inheritance, speaks to what has been appropriated to us at the moment we believed. God has qualified us to be partakers of his divine inheritance. Let's look at Colossians 1.12. Giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light. 
Praise God. Um, I wanted to say something about um, the Ephesians 1 passage. Ephesians sure. 1, what was it, 7? 17. Yeah. I mean, that's a really good prayer to yes. for moms or wives or husbands. Anybody. or Yeah. To pray for your family, for you you as an individual. It, it really speaks well. It's a good prayer to have. And you all, we all need the spirit of wisdom yeah. and revelation and the yeah. knowledge of God. And so, uh, yes, personalize that scripture yeah, exactly. and pray that prayer uh, on a daily basis, amen, that God would grant you a spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of God. All right, hallelujah. We've been, heir, we've been made heirs of God and joint heirs with Jesus Christ. Jesus overcame, we know, in his earthly ministry and all, over all things. And so we too can overcome in this life. To overcome is to reign and walk in success and victory in every aspect of life. This will impact our body, soul, and spirit. God's blessing will have a powerful and positive influence on our physical health, our spiritual life, our finances, our family life. It will bring an overall sense of well-being and satisfaction in every area of life. Isn't that good news? Instead of being under the circumstances, we need to learn how to walk on top of them in victory and power. The world doesn't have to defeat us with its evil and negative pressure and temptation. And the world does uh, put negative pressure upon us as believers. The world really is driven by envy, self-seeking, and pride. The world is bent on discouraging Christians and oppressing them. Let's look at John 16, 33. Yes. And also, I think Oliver was responding to the 0.5 years of spending you know, time with the Lord. And he said, um, let us spend our time... Oh, Josh says, walk on top. <laughs> I like um, that, says, walk on top. Let the rest of our years we are graced with and uh, be dedicated to the Lord. So I think he's just really reaffirming the importance of spending time with the Lord. Thanks, Oliver. Amen. All right, John 16, 33. These things I have spoken to you that in me you may have peace. We love this in the world. You will have tribulation. You'll have troubles and trials, but be of good cheer. I, Jesus, have overcome the world. And Jesus said that because he was an overcomer and you have him dwelling in you, so you're an overcomer, right. amen? Right. And we're not gonna deny that we don't have trials and obstacles to face in life right. and problems. Job says, as the sparks fly upward, so is man born to trouble. But we can overcome our troubles and our trials and our obstacles through the power of Christ, amen? The word tribulation is the Greek word Philipsis, which means pressure, oppression, stress, anguish, adversity, affliction, crushing, squashing, squeezing, and distress. Those all don't sound too good, do they? <laughs> we can overcome all these negative pressures through the victory we have in Christ. Let's look at Psalm 34, 19. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers them out of them all. Now, does anybody know who wrote that? David. Yeah, King David did. Yeah. And he had plenty of afflictions yeah. in his life. Yeah. But God always delivered him out of his mm -hmm. afflictions. And God will deliver us out of our afflictions as well. Trusting the Lord. Amen. We need God's beneficial and overcoming power to impact us right where we live and function so that we can have victory over these troubles and obstacles that come our way. I'm going to give you four ways to reign in this life. Number one, to reign in life is to be healthy and strong. We can walk in divine health, guys. We can experience divine healing, but even better, divine life. Praise the Lord. Let's take a look at Exodus 15, 26. This is the first time that God laid down the healing uh, ordinance that he pro would be promised them that he'd heal his people. Right, okay. Exodus 15, 26. And said, if you diligently heed the voice of your, the Lord your God 
and do what is right in his sight, give ear to his commandments, and keep all of his statutes, I will put none of these diseases on you, which I have brought on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals you. Amen. And that word is Jehovah Rapha. I am the Lord that heals you. I'm your great physician. Praise God. But like I mentioned, it's better to not even get sick. Amen. Praise God. And so we can walk in divine life. Praise God. Now let's look at Exodus 23, 25. So you shall serve the Lord your God, and he will bless your bread and your water, and I will take sickness away from the midst of you. There it is. I'll take sickness away from the midst of you. But if you do get sick and you're a believer, you call upon the name of the Lord and his healing power. And uh, we just prayed for um, our grandson just recently, and God touched him in a mighty and powerful way. Praise God. No weapon formed against us shall prosper, and every tongue that rises against us in judgment we shall condemn, for this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me. Amen. That's Casey speaking. <laughs> this also includes physical strength and vitality. Isaiah 40, 31. I'm sure you guys are familiar with this passage. Those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. We see the eagles out here. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Amen. Well, we don't really see the eagles, but we see um, hawks, hawks <laughs> red-tailed hawks. And also, what else, what's the other one that we Osprey. see? Osprey. yeah. And so uh, they come at about eye level right here, fly right by here, and it's kind of really cool. And you watch how they fly, and they catch the solar draft of the winds, and it just propels them almost vertically up into the sky. It's amazing. And their wingspan is so huge. And what a, a beautiful thing that God has created. Well, praise God. We need God's beneficial power and overcoming power. Let's continue. You know, Moses, it's interesting, had the strength of a young man, teenager almost, and he had perfect eyesight at age 120. <laughs> now that's divine life. The Bible says we can have the strength of a wild ox. What's an ox? Is that a cow? In the cow family. Cow family, okay. Yeah, they're very strong, yeah. God has given us divine life to our bodies, but we also need to eat right, sleep right, and exercise to enhance this promise. Number two, to reign in life is to be blessed in the financial area of your life. Some people think God doesn't care about my finances, but he does. And one of the promises that he mentioned in the Old Testament that carries over to the New, that he would prosper, prosper his people. And uh, God delights in the prosperity of his servants. Isn't that great news? So when we're prospering, he's delighting in us. Let's look at Job 36, 11. If they obey and serve him, they shall spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasure. Amen. Claim that one, guys. Yeah. Let's face it, money makes the world go round. As Christians, we're not to love money or to be given to greed as the world is. However, we must have money to enjoy life. It is said that if you had your life to live over again, you probably would have wanted more money. But you know, it doesn't have to be that way. The Bible says God gives us the power to gain wealth. Let's look at Deuteronomy 8.18. You and got you it, Mary? Oh. oh, I have it. If, <laughs> and you shall remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you the power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant, which he swore to his fathers as it is this day. See, God made Abraham rich. And he's, he's the founder of, of Judaism and Christianity. And he's the father of faith. Yeah. And the Bible says God made him rich. Right. Praise God. And um, God blessed him in the financial area of his life. And he wants to bless you as well. Number three, to reign in, the, in life, the Lord blesses our emotional life, which is very important, especially during this time of epidemic. 
your, your emotions sometimes are all over the place. And, uh, but God has not given us a spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. Amen? God wants you to walk in perfect peace. That will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, or on you, Lord. Because he trusts you. Because he trusts you. Amen. God will grant us peace, rest, and joy. Let's look at Psalm 37, 7. Psalm 37, 7. Okay. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Do not fret because of him who prospers in his way. Because of the man who brings wicked schemes to pass, cease from anger and forsake wrath. Do not fret. It only causes harm. In other words, don't worry. It only causes harm. God wants to bless your heart and your mind with perfect peace. Praise him. And then let's look at um, Isaiah 55, 12. For you shall go out with joy and be led forth forth with with peace. peace. And the mountains and the hills shall break forth into singing See? before you, and all the trees of the field shall, shall clap, clap their hands. hands. Like all right, it is a song. <laughs> Praise God. Number four, to reign in life, Jesus will bring his blessing into our spiritual life as we receive his gift of righteousness. This is the most important thing you can get from this teaching, guys. We need to understand what Jesus did for us in his atonement on the cross. In the Greek word, the word reign means to exercise kingly power or dominion to rule over as a king reigns over his or her kingdom or queen. It means to exercise the highest influence in the universe. God has made us kings and priests in Christ, and we've been given a royal and regal position in him. We are seated with Christ in heavenly places. We've been granted a realm of dominion in Christ that was lost in Adam. And you remember in the Garden of Eden, uh, Adam gave that dominion over to Satan when he uh, partook of the forbidden fruit. Jesus said, all power and authority has been given to me. Go into all the world and preach the gospel. We have been granted a realm of dominion in Christ that was lost in Adam, and Jesus gained it back. You know, if the President of the United States asked for you to come to the White House for a meeting, there is no one who could stop that meeting because he represents the highest level of power or influence in America and probably around the world. How much greater is our position, right, authority, and privilege in God? Remember, Adam was in bondage to sin. And uh, he gave up that right of dominion in the Garden of Eden. He betrayed God and gave the planet over to Satan. And the Bible says Satan is the God of this world. Satan usurped that authority that had been given to Adam. It was intended for Adam and to remain with Adam. But Satan stole it from him. This place of dominion was lost in Adam, but has been restored in Jesus Christ through his death on the cross and his resurrection. Praise God. Jesus took back the authority over this earth from the devil. Let's look at Colossians 2, 14 and 15. The Bible says the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Having wiped out the handwriting of requirements that was against us, which was contrary to us, he has taken it out of the way, having nailed it to the cross, having disarmed principalities and powers, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over all. Amen. Praise God. So all of our sins were tacked on the cross and they were blotted out. And uh, the word justification means just as though it never happened. In God's eyes, you've never sinned because it was blotted out by the work of redemption on the cross of Jesus Christ, praise God. And now the devil has been defeated. And that's why a lot of Christians don't realize that. He's under our feet and we have power and authority over him in the name of Jesus Christ. We're seated with Christ in heavenly places so we can operate under a higher law, which is the law of spirit of the life in Christ Jesus. We have spiritual life reigning in us. 
We've been delivered from the law of sin and death through the law of the Spirit. Praise God. As we grow in God, His Word, and His Word, we become mighty in spirit. See, God wants you to be mighty in, in the spirit, in the inner man. Let's look at Ephesians 3.16. That He would grant you according to the riches of His glory to be strengthened with might through His Spirit in the inner man. We, we need more believers to be mighty in the spirit, you know. This so, is another great passage for prayer. Yes, for, it is. Yeah, you can pray that. And uh, God wants you to be mighty in the spiritual realm. And you can be as you feed upon the Word of God. As you walk in the presence of God and, and worship the Lord, you become mighty in the Spirit. We know Jesus was mighty in the Spirit. We have spiritual life reigning in us. Hallelujah. As we grow in God, His Word, we will become mighty in Him. Jesus was mighty and powerful in the Spirit. We know that. And He had the Spirit without measure. Now, we have the Spirit with measure. But when we get together corporately as a church, we have a greater anointing of the Holy Spirit. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now we can reign in life over sin, the world, obstacles of life, and the works of the devil. The Bible says we are more than conquerors through Jesus Christ. Actually, it means we're super conquerors, super victors. We've been given authority over the devil through Jesus Christ. Let's look at Luke 10, 17 through 19. Okay. Then the 70 returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. And he said, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm you. Tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Praise God. We have authority over, over the enemy himself. And Jesus saw Satan cast out of heaven like lightning strikes the earth. Jesus came. He came to give us life, spiritual life, but he also came to destroy the works of the devil. Isn't that interesting? Let's look at 1 John 3, 8. He who sins is of the devil, for the devil has sinned from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. Right, and that's what Jesus did. He constantly destroyed the works of the devil and uh, through, through, the, through the healing of sickness and disease and casting out demons and authority over even nature. Um, and he was always destroying the work of the enemy. And we as believers are called to do the same thing. And we want to break the power of the enemy over people's lives through the power of Jesus Christ. Amen? We're called to destroy the works of the enemy over people. How do we do that? We heal the sick. We drive out demons. We preach the word and the gospel of the Lord. Let's use our God-given authority to overcome the devil and his evil works and reign in life through the one, Jesus Christ. Shall we pray? Lord, we thank and praise you for this broadcast. We thank you, Lord, for the people that have been ministered to, Lord. We pray that it would continue on throughout the day and throughout the week, Lord, that they would go back and look up the scriptures and receive the word of God and pray the scriptures, Lord. Now we pray for those that don't know Christ. You stumbled onto this broadcast for some reason, and, uh, but you know you don't know the Lord. And today you can become a Christian. You can become born again. You can know that if you died today, you'd be in heaven. If that's you and you feel the call of the Holy Spirit upon your heart, pray this prayer in the depths of your heart and mean it. And God, through Jesus Christ, will come into your life. Pray this prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, I ask you to come into my life. I ask you to forgive me of my sins and wrongdoings. Thank you that I'm forgiven by your blood. I pray now that you reign in my life, that you be my friend, and I will follow you and love you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, your name I pray. Amen. And for you believers, I always do this, but some of you have slipped away. Maybe a lot of you have. You used to walk with the Lord so close and had such an exciting and joy-filled life in Christ. 
and you lost that somewhere along the way. But God's calling you back. And uh, all, all it is is a simple prayer and a prayer that means what you say and what you pray. <laughs> pray that prayer if that's you, you're a believer and you want to get close to God again. Uh, Lord Jesus, I've slipped away. I'm not walking with you, but I want to come back. I want to hunger for the word of God again. I want the joy of the Lord to be my strength. I want to walk with you and live with you and experience your blessing in my life. I ask you now to make me close. I draw near to you and you said you draw near to me. In your name I pray. Amen. All right. Praise God. Keep reigning in this life and experience the abundant life promised to you in Jesus Christ. And we'll see you this week for my mini broadcast. Blessings to you. Thank you for listening to Light Words with Pastor Scott from Lighthouse Church Ministries. You can watch us live every Sunday at 1030 a.m. Pacific Standard Time on Facebook and Instagram. Follow us and like us on our social media at LN Lighthouse. Have a great week and we'll see you next time. God bless.